Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hello, besties. Thanks for coming back and listening. Right? Today, we're going to do steel magnolias. Yes, we're going to talk about the classic friendships from steel magnolias. It's really fun going back and watching some of these really old movies that I've grown up watching and going back and watching them is fun and just kind of nostalgic in a way, watching a movie that you haven't watched for years. Yes, definitely. And just, yeah, getting reminded of these great movies. And Sally Fields, good gracious, she is good at what she does. She really is. Yeah, she's really good. Really, really good. So Steel Magnolias, do you know the name of that movie, what it pertains to? No. So it's basically like strong women showing these women that are made of steel, but they're also delicate, like magnolias, you know, it's like this femininity part of it, but, um, yeah, it's basically means like strong women, which I think is really, really neat. Cause these women, they hold, they hold their families together. They do. And that this was based on somewhat of a true story. It's based on some actual events. So the screenwriter, this actually something similar actually happened to his sister. She ended up dying from diabetes, type one diabetes complications. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she died right before this. He ended up writing this out. Oh, wow. That's cool. I I just love how the movie is based on the women. It's the women, you know, not... Mm -hmm. You don't really see much of the men, the husbands. No. And especially in that era, mostly, you know, the men would be the ones that were doing things and getting out there and working and, you know, making the show. But this movie is all about these women and their friendship and what they do. Yes. And how they stick together through some really, really tough times. Mm -hmm. And how close they are. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, back in that time, women didn't really work that much, you know, Mm -mm. and so you really meet your friends at the places you go, which might be the beauty parlor, you know, once a week. I was really intrigued by their names. They all have (laughs) pretty unique names. I'd say other than Shelby, but we have Mm -hmm. Malin. Truvy, Anel, Clary, and of course, Weezer. <laughs> Weezer. Yes. Yeah. So that is just, I think who <laughs> the writer of this really wanted to get creative with names because 
although there are, I'm sure there are people with those names, they are definitely unique. Yes. And I think there's something about Southern people. (laughs) They have these (laughs) names. (laughs) Yes. It's like a Southern thing. Yeah. I do like the name Clary. That one's pretty, but uh, Weezer was not something I would imagine anybody Sorry to all the Weezers out there. I don't know. I have never met one. (laughs) Or a Truvy. I read, yeah, Truvy. I read something about Weezer and why that was her name. And I'm trying to think of what it was and see if I can go back and find it. Well, and I'm thinking the way they say it, they say Weezer. And I'm Uh thinking like with a W, like wheezing, you know? And it's actually spelled O-U-I-S-E-R. Yes. So it's more like a a Weezer. (laughs) Yes. So her name, Weezer, her full name is Louisa. So that's how she gets Weezer. Yes. Louise Weezer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Her name is Louisa Boudreaux. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So that does, it does, but yes, the Southern names are interesting. My, so my family is from the South. My, my mom was born in Georgia and my Gana, I called my grandma, my Gana, her name was tiny. Right. Tiny. Right. <laughs> now name. I knew that, but I kind of assumed that was for a nickname, but that was a real name. I never her knew name. that. Okay. Yeah. Her name was Tiny and I called her Gana and there's a lot like my other grandma from Florida, I called Granny. Mm -hmm. So interesting, like names and nicknames in the South. Yes. I really, I actually wrote down a quote while I was watching this movie. (laughs) It's Weezer comes up and she's talking to Malin who is Sally Fields and she's talking to Malin and she's they're arguing over her husband and Malin's like, no, he's a real gentleman. And, and Weezer goes, yeah, he's a real gentleman. I bet he takes the dishes out of the sink before he pees in it. <laughs> yes. That was I so good. I too. had to write that one down. <laughs> yes. That is a good one. I know there are so many, so many good quotes in this movie oh there was a few I went to write down but then they'd already passed it and I couldn't remember it and yeah but I really Clary and Weezer are obviously like really close they their friend you know like everyone and then I think Malin and Truvy are really close Mm -hmm. so you have like Malin and Truvy and then you have Clary and Weezer Mm -hmm. and then Anel's the new girl that comes in and yes. just, and she's got a mysterious background, you know, they're really needing to like dig in to get her to open up. Yeah. And then she comes into her own and actually becomes kind of more outspoken and her whole demeanor changes like halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if I could categorize her as like any specific friend, probably closer no. to Truvy because she works with her, but definitely yeah. the best friends I would say is Sally, oh, sorry, is Malin and Truvy and Clary and Weezer, but yes. uh, Clary and Weezer, they are that, 
they have they're a very not interesting like us. friendship. Yes. Yes. They're like the Dorothy and Rose. Yes. You know, they just kind of pick on each pick other. Pick at each other. Yes. One, I was going to read one of my favorite quotes was Clary saying, Weezer's never done a religious thing in her life. And Weezer says, no, that's not true. When I was in school, a bunch of my friends and I would dress up as nuns and go bar hopping. <laughs> <laughs> but they just like pick at each other and bicker things. Yeah. Yes. Which is so entertaining. But I was thinking that's definitely not like us. Cause we don't bicker or tease each other. Yeah. It's fun to watch, but I'm glad we don't have a relationship like that. No, I think that can, and they do, you can see they fight and they hurt each other's feelings and get on each other's nerves. And then, you know, then they come back together. Yeah. But, but yeah, you, you don't really want to treat a good friend like that. Here's, here's another quote. Okay, great. Larry says, the older you get, the sillier you get. And Weezer says back, yeah, well, the older you get, the uglier you get. <laughs> so that's their friendship in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. And it's through the whole the whole movie. Yes. I also couldn't help but notice how different Truvy and her husband are. So Truvy, Dolly Parton, and her, mm-hmm. she is this outgoing, beautiful, talkative energetic mm-hmm. woman and then she's married to this man who is so content just sitting at home yep. she goes to so many functions without him and is yep. like it seems like she's used to it like all right I'm going to this okay, function fine. yeah and she's surprised when he finally does say okay I'll you know l- let's go I'll at the end yeah he goes mm-hmm. to something and she's like really so mm-hmm. but they are such a different couple yeah yeah they are that's really interesting And then I have to say too, did you notice the amount of eggs, amount of Easter eggs that someone, I'm assuming Truvy, because they were Mm -hmm. coming from her salon, Mm -hmm. had to boil (laughs) and then die. And they were all dyed different colors. Mm -hmm. We're talking flats and flats and flats of eggs. I know. I know. Actually, so... During Easter, I got to say, I got to give one of my friends a shout out. Her name's Sarah. She does this every Easter for the whole neighborhood. She dyes eggs. She does probably a a few, maybe four or five dozen dyed eggs, but then she also does the plastic eggs with candy and she gets the whole neighborhood out there and does it at the school playground and the field and hides all of these eggs for, you know, our, there's usually like 20, 30, 40 kids out there. And it's so fun. So I would love to get me of that. (laughs) She could probably relate closer to anybody than watching this movie Mm -hmm. with all those eggs. I really love to get her input (laughs) on that. Cause you said a couple dozen. Well, this was like, a dozen. This was a lot. This yeah. was hundreds and hundreds of eggs, mm-hmm. several flats of eggs to where they couldn't even fit them in the trunk of a car. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it was. And all those kids in their Sunday best, their Easter Sunday clothes was so cute. That's something that we don't really do anymore is like dress up, especially with my kids being older. They don't want to dress up in the Easter Sunday dresses and go out for the egg hunts, you know, Austin just wears her, her shorts and sweatshirts. (laughs) (laughs) 
but that's really fun. It was neat to see all those sweet, sweet kiddos. And then somebody dressed up as the Easter bunny. Oh, yes. What was his name? The guy that Anel ended up with. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I love I the either. end. I even wrote it down to make sure we talk about it when we get to that part about the end of that movie and just seeing that bunny <laughs> on the back of a motorcycle whizzing away. Yes. That was fun. Okay. So before we get to the end, we have to talk about some of the big friendship parts. And I actually, I have a, a list that I found, um, and it kind of goes through the movie, but the, the title is what steel magnolias can teach us about real friendship. So I thought there's five things and I thought I would go through them and we can talk about them. Perfect. And it basically sums up the whole movie. So the number one, Friendships are best maintained when you have regularly scheduled meetings at a regularly appointed place. So in the movie, they are at Truvies. Yeah. At and I'm sure times. I am sure they have like a schedule because they're always there at the same time. Yes. I'm sure it's like, you know, I, I bet it's a weekly or even bi-weekly thing mm-hmm. that they get together and get talk and get, yeah. Yeah, get blowouts. Wouldn't I? I would die to go to the beauty salon twice a week and get a blowout. I would Are love you it. kidding me? I don't even know what that would With be With my like. best friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How nice. Life. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds lovely. Well, and we have, we don't really have scheduled times. We are just constantly talking throughout the day. So our scheduled time is all day. Yeah. Every day, 24 seven. Is that, is that a schedule? (laughs) Yeah. And then of course we have scheduled like times of the year we get together. Mm -hmm. I always come to your house sometime in the summer. You Mm -hmm. always come to my house sometime during the spring. And then one other time we get together and do a girl's trip. So yeah, those are kind of scheduled. Yeah. I think this is totally true that you really can maintain a friendship really well with these appointed times and regular meetups. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, once or twice a week at the beauty salon, it can be going out for coffee or, um, you know, meeting up for a play date or something with your, your mom friend or yeah. Walking in the mornings. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So number two, Friends show up. Mm. So it says whether for celebrations or funerals, good friends show up to double your joy and have, have like half, (laughs) have (laughs) your, your sorrow. And in the transition from one part of life to the next, they, they wait with you. I love that. And they did, they were with her through when she you know, gave her kidney to her, to Shelby. So Malin donates her kidney to her daughter, which holy moly, I would, wouldn't we do that for our kids? Mm -hmm. And they all are in the hospital waiting. They wait through the, and we all know like sitting in the hospital is not like an hour. They were there for hours. Yep. Yep. Just being there, just taking, taking on some of that, that pain and stress and everything just by being there. Yeah. 
Yep. And just being able to celebrate and celebrate and grieve with your friends. I think it's important to have those friends that you can do both with, you know, because there's some, there's some friends that you love to celebrate with, like come over, it's my birthday or, you know, I'm, it's my anniversary or we're doing this or that, but can you invite those friends over when you need to cry? Okay. So number three, friends will tell you the truth, even if it's harsh. So this says, they will save you from making a fool of yourself, even Mm -hmm. if it embarrasses you. When Clarice starts a gig as the radio color announcer for the local football team, she takes the job title literally by chattering on about the color of the team's new uniforms Mm. rather than simply filling in information about the, the team analysis. Weezer sets her straight by telling her in the middle of the locking room, locker room full of football players that she's making a big fool of herself because she needs to just talk about the touchdowns and the injuries. Her delivery method was harsh, but at her heart, it was Clarie's best. She had her Clarie's best interest at heart. Right. Yeah. Nobody cares about the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> They want to hear about what it, injuries and yes. <laughs> the game. I, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. And that's, that's definitely true. I mean, you try to do it not as harsh as Weezer. Like we were talking about before their friendship is very different and mm-hmm. special. They both can handle that. Yes. But, but if there was something that I felt is not in your best interest and you were going out in public to do something, I would have to, I would have to tell you. Yeah. Don't wear that skirt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes, definitely. Okay. Number four, friends give you a safe place to fall apart. So when Malin breaks down after Shelby's funeral, this is the iconic scene. Mm -hmm. The, I, I mean, I literally ball my eyes out when I see that scene. She is so good acting. I really think in real life, Shelby died. <laughs> like, it's just, yes, <laughs> it's so true. She's so raw and she's so mad. And she's exactly what I feel like someone going through that really feels. Mm-hmm. And they just stand back and they let her yeah. break down and they let her vent and yell and you know, that's what she needed. Right. right. Then. But then also mm-hmm. knowing the timing, like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time to get it together. Time to get it mm-hmm. together. Hit Weezer. Here she is. Take a yes. swing. <laughs> <laughs> Take a swing at her. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I would let you hit me if you needed to get it out. <laughs> Although maybe I wouldn't because you're strong. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I wouldn't want to hit you. You wouldn't be the one I'd want to hit. I'm sure there's someone out there. You would find that person for me and let me hit yes. that person. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number five, there's no such thing as oversharing. These women don't waste time wondering if they should risk vulnerability or avoid airing their dirty laundry. They share the good, bad, and ugly because they know their friends are a safe place where they're understood. Oh, I think that's so important in a friendship. Mm -hmm. There are things you know about me that I don't tell anybody 
Mm-hmm. And it lifts that weight off your shoulders a little bit Yeah, to have somebody else know something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that was it. That was the five things. What steel magnolias can teach us about real friendship. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up too, when they all go to the church, there is the day of the kidney surgery. They all go to church they're sitting there and Weezer comes and sits in front of them and Clarice starts outing her, airing her dirty laundry about that guy that she's like, she's, I seen several flower deliveries coming to your house twice a week. I seen a car parked in your driveway and all this, like, and just outs her in front of mm-hmm. all of her friends that cracks me up. Mm-hmm. that sorry and, against with our friends there's no secrets <laughs> yes yes and then I love how Weezer says you've got me I'm having an affair with a Mercedes Benz yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote because she said there's a car in your driveway yes <laughs> that was a good one yes okay one of another good quote from Truvy. I have a strict policy that nobody cries alone in my presence that is so cute. That one stuck out to me too. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is so sweet. I feel like I want to put that in practice. Like nobody's like crying alone in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I do. I, that is a policy of mine that is just there. I don't want it, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it happens to me because I do get emotional. If I see somebody else crying, I'll, especially if like, you know, if I, if I really connect to it, right. I definitely yeah. start crying. Yeah. And sometimes like at work where I don't want to cry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, no. oh gosh, somebody's crying. Oh no. Here I But go. I like, I think I'm going to start saying that when I do, when I do start crying, if somebody else is crying during a staff meeting, I'm going to be like, I have a strict policy. <laughs> Nobody see if anybody cries knows alone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> see if anybody knows my quote. Yes. Yeah, that was a fun movie. It really was. It was sad. It was sad. You know, the other part that was really sad was Sally. Well, that was really good acting on Sally Field's part was when Shelby was dying in the hospital and she would not leave her side. No. She said, I was here when that girl came into the world and I was going to be there when she left the world. Yeah. All right. So I have a good bestie question. Oh, let's do the bestie question. What is it? Okay. Well, it kind of goes along with, we've talked previously in a previous episode about what to do if your best friend's husband doesn't get along with your husband. But I thought this one was a good one. What to do if you don't like your best friend's husband. Mm. So actually this also goes along with this movie because Weezer did not like Malin's husband. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If it's your best friend, you suck it up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, there's abuse going on or something like that, then you step in. But Earl has to die. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, you just, you got to just suck it up and you got to look the other way and, you know, maybe try not to talk about 
that person a lot, if you can't hide your feelings, you know? Right. But I, I don't think that there's a problem like talking about something that bothers you. Cause obviously if you don't like them, there's probably something that they're doing Mm-hmm. that bothers you. Yeah. So I think it's okay to discuss. I don't mm-hmm. like when he talks to you like this, or I don't like yeah. the way he's always out working and never home and never is with you. Or I don't know what they're, what yeah. the problem could be, but I don't see a problem talking about it. Cause that's what you do as friends. That's true. Yeah. But we ultimately, definitely- Yeah. I mean, you and I definitely, you know, we vent to each other about our husbands whenever they're doing something that. Yeah. They're human. They're going to make mistakes and they're going to do something that upsets us. We're really good at saying, yeah, I totally agree with you. Maybe you can do like giving a little bit of advice on, you know, or even saying like, Hey, like suck your husband works hard. (laughs) How many times have we done that? Yes. Like we agree with each other. And then it's time to put you back on track. So I let you vent Mm -hmm. and then I also join in Mm -hmm. and then it's time to fix the problem. Okay. We talked about it. We vented and now it's time to fix the problem. So we always revert back to fixing the problem at the end. What can you do to make it better? Yeah. You know, they're little things when you think of all the amazing things that they do we can talk about the little things and we both understand. Exactly. And sometimes you just need to vent about someone and it doesn't mean that you hate them or want to leave or whatever, but you just need to get that out. And I know I can do that with you. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for listening besties. Thank you for listening. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Love you. Best friend. Love you. Best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff. Long Distance BFF.